0: And now, live from Renda Studios in Canada's tech capital, Waterloo, Ontario, it's Ange and Rob Rance. Okay, so Engine Rob rants live. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Quiet, everyone. Quiet. <laughs> Listen, so we've done this live thing before, and we're doing it again, okay? Um, and we always talk about timeless concepts that we need to sort of bestow upon the franchise community. And, uh, <laughs> bestow. <laughs> bestow. Um, so today, uh, or at least this episode, we're going to be talking specifically about operations. Okay. Okay. And my, my big question for you is, um, what would you say is the biggest mistake that franchisors make from an operational standpoint?
1: Was this a question from the audience? Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry, I guess I should have told everyone we are taking questions from the audience. These were submitted um, via, like, our private fan club submission form online a few weeks ago, and now we're tackling them, okay?
1: Okay. Okay. So the biggest operational mistakes that we see franchisors make at ACA. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so let's, let's first of all just... Uh, Clarify that we're talking established franchisors. Let's go with established franchisors because emerging, there's
0: a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's another
1: whole day's episode. Um, Okay, so established franchisors. The, The probably biggest mistake that we see is that they bring in people to go into the field and support franchisees who are not necessarily, they don't have the right DNA, to deal with the challenges that come up as as a franchise business coach or field coach different names some people call them area managers and these people are not properly trained and they whether that's the ongoing training or or the initial training they they just they don't understand what they're really getting into because it's not all about the technical so we just see a lack of training in, in the the people that are being put in front of the franchisees to help them with their profitability.
0: Okay. So this wasn't part of the the audience question, but I guess a follow-up to that is how would you recommend that something like that gets fixed or repaired so that uh, you know, franchisors achieve the dream and franchisees frankly achieve their dreams as well.
1: Mhm. Well, um, and I, one thing I forgot to say earlier is that, you know, Franchisors, you know, we all know that franchise company growth comes from profitable franchisees. Mm-hmm. So you need that person in that role needs to know how to get them profitable. How do you help them be profitable? So um, I believe that franchise business coaches, again, there's all kinds of different names for this: field field coaches, field consultants, should be should have one-on-one initial training, one-on-one coaching within the system, whether or within the system or. There just happens to be outside sources that can help you with that. Well, who could? That be? I don't know. <laughs> um, you can do uh, workshops. I love peer to peer learning, as you know. From, you know our community of franchisors that we come together uh, for roundtables. I think peer to peer learning is fantastic because it enables the the person in that role to learn things that other people are doing that work, and it, there's a lot more. Uh, buy-in when you know that somebody in your position is, is doing it already and, and it works. So I think peer-to-peer opportunities, workshops, anything you can, you can do to help these people in the field better support their franchisees, especially when it comes to what we always call the, the soft skills, you know, the leadership, the um, how, to, how to create that buy-in and how to, how, to, how to show a franchisee that you're on their team. It's not an us-them, it's, you know, how do you build trust, all these things.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then then does that come down to like the primary mover? And like, I think there's a whole bunch of things that could help fix this, but like the primary mover that helps uh, alleviate some of these operational mistakes is this FBC or otherwise uh, franchise business coach
1: yeah I yeah. mean the mistakes oh yeah like but getting it right, getting the right people to do that role and then training them and 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 guiding them to do it right okay. that will help alleviate that mistake that I just think the biggest mistake is that one of the biggest mistakes is that is that the franchisors don't, They don't invest in that. And I don't think it's often it's not their fault. I think they don't realize how much they're missing. They're not optimizing the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, they focus on making marketing, you know, making sure that they're figuring out marketing. And and that's another challenge people face. But that one's a little more obvious. I don't think they realize how much value comes from getting your franchise business coaches really good at their job.
0: Okay, so this is a question that I have then. This isn't an audience question, but what is a franchise business coach's job then?
1: So, well, a franchise business coach's job is to be like a partner with the franchisee and help them with anything they need to be successful in their business. So um, remembering that franchisees are wearing, you know, they're going in and they're wearing all the hats and nobody, and usually people are either good at, you know, they might be really good at marketing or like and community marketing and getting the word out or They might be good at the number side, but they usually don't excel at all of the skills. So coming in there and helping them see which of their skills, you know, what do they have and where do they have gaps? Where can we help them? Um, and, and then getting right, I mean, this pretty, could be a loaded question. So I'm trying to just kind of summarize, yeah. but, uh, you know, looking at their numbers with them and and, and not making them feel um, like you're there to check on compliance, but rather to partner with them and find find their blind spots and their areas of opportunity and work with them on those like a partner.
0: Yeah, we just got off a phone call actually recently about uh, unit level economics, right? And how yeah. that can impact the relationship there, right? It's so critical. You know, you talk about soft skills and that uh, franchise business coach should have soft skills, right? Um, in order to you know maintain and build that relationship but when you actually have to get down to the meat and potatoes of these things and actually help them grow their business and understanding of these unit level economics is important right um i mean how i think unit level economics has become a bit of a buzzword but like how would you define it like what does that mean
1: to you? wow we're going on a different tangent now <laughs> okay unit level economics well i think it's all about understanding one of the things is like, what is the model? What is What should your, re- or not revenue so much, but your, your expenses, what percentage of revenue should you be spending on your, what are your key levers within that and what percentage should you be spending? So labor is a very common one yeah. that can really get screwed up fast and really affect your bottom line if you're over on labor. Um, and marketing, those are two big ones. Um, but you want to make sure that you understand so that when you go into a new market, also all those other costs that are going to come up are they in line with the model, with the, you know, the, 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 the model that you know, revenue minus expenses equals profitability uh, to what degree? You know, that's your unit of level economics, just on a high
0: level. I'm just, yeah, you know. I mean, well, a lot of people will consider labor to be a fixed expense. You know what I mean, but in some cases, labor is actually variable expense, and so knowing little nuances that with uh, like that within your business, so yeah. that you can scale the business and coach people properly, I think is super. Important, yeah, right? I get it.
1: So you, I see how you're tying this into the franchise business coach role. Yeah, and that's something that when I was a franchisee, it's funny because I'd been in that role as a as a, we called them field consultants back then, and. And I was the one helping people understand you know these are the percentages you need to spend and then it's it's amazing because when I got in that or when, sorry when it became a franchisee I we were we took off with the, with a the blast the market was ready I like to pretend it's because we were so awesome, but it was store 300 in the chain and we thought that it would be a good idea to spend more on labor, to, to overpay, well, not overpay, we didn't see it as overpaying, but we thought if we you know, paid our staff more, they would be more loyal and stick around more and, and work harder. And that backfired because it, it ended up creating uh, more complacency and just really ate into the bottom line. And it wasn't the business model. There were other ways to motivate them to be loyal and to work hard, and we money wasn't the best way to do it. So our franchise business coach, um, you know, could have helped us more in being more firm with us and helping us understand why that was not a good idea.
0: Right, right, I think
1: they were afraid of us because I was the founder's (laughs) daughter. Uh, (laughs) But I make mistakes too.
0: Okay, so we got another question from the audience. Uh, This was submitted to us as well through our fan club. If you're interested in joining the fan club, please go to www.angandrobrantz.com and click the button that says join fan club. I
1: didn't know we actually have a fan club. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Where do you think these questions come from? Well, we do now.
0: Yeah, we do now. This is what entrepreneurs do, right? We jump off a cliff and then look for for a, a parachute. A, a parachute, right? Okay. So this is the next question here. Um, what irritates you the most about all this? What irritates you the most mm-hmm. about like these operational mistakes, or you know, what's what's shortcomings of FBCs?
1: Um, well, just in terms of uh, operations, uh, what irritates me, I think, or I don't know. I feel kind of bad saying irritates, but what I'd like to see change is I'd like to see franchisors, again, knowing that franchise company growth comes from profitable franchisees because they become ambassadors of the brand. So not only are, do they sell, you know, or they you know, promote the brand as a, as a, for the consumer level, but the next thing you know, you're growing and you're getting new franchisees that want to get in on this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So recognizing that, I find it very interesting when franchisors, when one of the things that they pull back on is coaching franchisees. You know, so we, on our roundtables, um, whether it's the FBC roundtable or the weekly franchisor roundtable, you know, we often talk about how often are you coaching franchisees. And when I hear people say, we do a monthly call or a monthly group call, it just makes me just concerned that they're missing the opportunity to help these owners be successful in their businesses and you know you don't want to wait till you find out that they're you know they've already had the heart attack like let's check their vitals on a regular basis and their vitals can be anything from their numbers to their mindset because when the mindset when they start to feel discouraged and they start to go they go downhill you want to catch that before they get there yeah. so I'm a big advocate for ongoing weekly or biweekly with a more established franchisee um, check-ins. And the way that I don't, that could be a whole uh, other yeah, yeah. discussion yeah. about what should happen in those calls. But but that it, it, it's got to be made valuable to the franchisee or they're not going to show up. So, um, but really that to summarize that they say, well, we, they've got our phone number, you know, it's more of like a hotline support. Oh, we're great. We're a great franchisor because they have all, they have our cell phone. They can, they can message us anytime. Well, what if they don't think to message you and they're slipping down, you know, in the mindset and they're, you know, or they're, or they're getting closer to the heart attack and you don't catch it when you could have caught it, you know? So like proactive coaching.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Uh, just, so, just to let you guys know, I'm getting a cue from our producer here. You guys all to look under your seats. You're going to see a code there, okay? Under the seat, you're going to see a code. If you go to enginerobrants.com and, and log into your fan club page, put in that code, you're eligible to receive an enginerobrants non-fungible token that is exchangeable for um, some some coaching time to help build your FBCs, build your, your coaching um, platform to help grow uh, franchisee profitability, which I love. I love franchisee profitability because you're so right. That makes complete sense. If the franchisees are profitable, they're going to talk about it to everyone. They're going to help spread the word. Um, They're going to watch rants like this and hopefully get some non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Um, Cool. Okay. So without getting too much deeper, I mean, there's one more question that I want to tackle in this episode, but it could really go down a rabbit hole. And that specifically is... What would you say is the number one way that you would advise a franchisor to work with a franchisee who has seemingly checked out, has kind of said, you know what, I don't, you guys have wronged me, Um, I'm not making the money that I want, I don't believe what you're doing, but they haven't checked out so far that they're, getting out of the system that they're selling Mm -hmm. their location like okay I'm kind of happy but like just don't bug me I know what I'm doing this is my business
1: Are you asking for a friend? (laughs) 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 Okay Okay well um, you're right it could be a long conversation but I'll start with just on a high level uh, you gotta just get real with people and go and, and meet with them in person and say hey man like let's can we just have a conversation like when you first started you know we were really connected and all that and I'm not, not here to criticize you or judge you, but you know, like get their guard down so that they'll at least talk to you and really just show them that like, Hey man, like we can help you move on. We can, maybe you don't want to, but would you mind? I just want to kind of understand, um, and, and learn from you. You know, maybe if you can stroke the ego a little bit and then find out, you know, always go back to why did you start this? Um, and, and if, if if their why has changed and, and they're not excited about it anymore, maybe help them see that you can support them to move on, right? You can help them with finding a franchisee or whatever you're willing to do. But I think it just, I think people, they get their back up, like the, you know, and then they don't, and then they forget, like just be a human, be authentic, and like actually, um, you know, talk to them um, in a way that you care. That, that would be the best I, I can it. say in a short period of time.
0: I got it, okay. So before we wrap up then. Okay. What else would you like to talk about? Is there anything else that's on your mind about this operational component? About this, uh, uh, my mic's falling out here. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to get promotional because I'm not all about that. But I, I do want people to know that we have roundtables. That you know, we have our our free or roundtables. We have a very uh, affordable subscription model for FBC franchise business coaches because I was one, and I would have loved to have peer support like that to, to learn how to deal with frustrated franchisees that had invested their life savings. So, you know, I mean, maybe that people can check that out and, and, and if nothing else, find peers, like get, get together with, with people who are going through your same challenges and, and learn from each other. Rock and roll. Yeah. All
0: right. That's ev- that's everything today. Okay. Are we? So, let's
1: get the audience to say "Go be awesome" with us.
0: Okay. We can do that. <laughs> are
1: you guys ready? Are, are
0: you all ready? Okay. I don't know if we'll <laughs> be able to get the mic crew out there to pick them up, but we can give it a shot. Okay. All okay. right. Audio guys, ready? Here we go.
1: All right. Three, Three
0: two, two, one. Go be awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we actually synced up on that. Maybe because it's...